I'm Michelle Boyd, ex-careerist turned work-enriching life advocate. After experiencing burnout and craving more meaning, I walked away from my career of 15 years to reconnect to myself and design a work life I love. Welcome to The Well Podcast, all about work-enriching life. A place for droplets of inspiration, ideas to lift you up and make you feel well, well, Tune in to hear my guests share their work evolution experiences and mindset hacks from me, your host, trained coach, hypnotherapist, and meditation teacher, and founder of Floetic. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of The Well Podcast. I cannot believe, personally, that I'm already at episode 18. I feel like the last four months or so have gone so quickly and today's episode is released on the 2nd of February 2021 and where did January go? Who knows? So in today's episode we are going to be talking about the practicalities around whether you remain as an employee working for somebody else, if you go out and freelance or if you actually look at becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business. And this is important because obviously there is some practical elements to leaving your job. And this is certainly one of those questions that comes up. So I'm going to be giving you um, a perspective to look at that and explore where you currently are today, which of those might actually fit with who you actually are at your core. However, at the same time, just a a word of um, caution, which is that as you go through the process of walking away from a career and rediscovering yourself, there can be so much expansion that happens that whatever you might discover now might not actually be where you are several months, several years down the line. And I would say that I'm certainly a prime um, example of that because when I was sitting in my old career, which is now two and a half years ago, I couldn't possibly conceive that I was going to start a business Now, I obviously knew that there were people out there who did start businesses. I knew lots of entrepreneurs. It was certainly within my sphere of reference, but it was not something that I wanted, that I saw myself doing. It was not on my radar. I didn't want to leave my job to start a business. Uh, I just wanted to leave my job and discover something that brought me back to life again and that I really wanted to do and that I felt that I could serve through. And I also wanted a break from something that had exhausted me and kind of left me feeling a bit flat, but I didn't ever think about starting a business. That is something that grew and emerged and evolved and started to bubble up into an idea as I expanded and as I went on my journey of sort of rediscovering what it was I want to do. So, you know, when it's time to think about leaving, there are two parts to the question often. And one of those is, you know, what should I do? I, what should the thing be that I do? You know, in my case, becoming a hypnotherapist and a coach and a meditation teacher, you know, do you retrain as whatever it is that you want to do? What is it that you actually want to do? And then the other component of that, you know, is how should I do it? Should I do it for someone else? Should I do it for myself? Or should I do it for a whole bunch of different people? And really the first part of that, the what should I do is what I would call the heart question. So this should be led by your heart brain. And 
you may know if you listen to me regularly that I work with multiple brain integration techniques, which I love. It's one of my favorite modalities and that we have more than one brain, but we have three main brains, really the head brain, the heart brain and the gut brain. And that that heart brain, that cardiac brain should absolutely set the direction of where we're going. That's where you're going to really tap into the thing that's going to bring you meaning, the thing that's going to bring you joy, the place where you're feeling like you're contributing, you're serving, that you're getting up every day to do something that you actually really want to be doing. Now, the second question, the how should I do it? That's really a head brain job, as it were, because that's the creative thinking around the practicalities. Now, if any of you joined my masterclass that I was running last week, which was all about the unknown ways that we actually hold ourselves back from leaving our careers, I spoke quite a lot about one of the challenges is that a lot of us are very up in our heads, that our head brains are overactive and running the show. And when that's the case, and it's sort of trying to do the job of the other brains, we find that we don't step forward and we don't take action. But here certainly is the place where we are allowed to let the head brain take charge. It's allowed to work through the practicalities of, should I stay as an employee? Should I become a freelancer or should I start my own business? The word of caution that I would give you here, however, is make sure this is happening in the right order. So make sure that your heart brain, your cardiac brain is leading with where you're going, what it is that you want to do, and then kind of surrender your head brain to work out that how part, because also that how part can change and can totally shift over time. Because depending at what stage of your life you're in, you may find that sometimes being an employee is actually better to allow you to bring yourself to the actual thing that you want to do. And there'll be other stages of your life where freelancing or running a business might actually be a really important part of that experience. And if you ever listened to my first episode of the World Podcast, where I interviewed Pippa Corey, and she's very much sort of dipped her toe into all of these. She's been an employee, she's been a freelancer, and she's now running her own business. She spoke very frankly that although running a business right now is what's right for her, that she totally acknowledges that there may be a time in the future when it may be more practical to go back to work for someone else or to to be a freelancer. But what stays with her, what sits at her core is actually what she does. Um, and that's what she, the work she does within sustainability and within the circular economy. So that doesn't change, but the how can change. So one way, if you need to get your head brain working on this topic right now, is to have a think about what really drives you. So we have six core needs, and this work is attributed to Tony Robbins. So you may be familiar with it, you may not be. But what's very interesting about these six core needs that we have is that they are absolutely have to be met every single day of our lives. So they're not core wants. These are core needs. So you will find a way to meet them either in an advantageous way or a not so advantageous way, or as we say in coaching, a resourceful way or a not so resourceful way. 
I love working with core needs because they give us some insight into what's missing in our lives when we're doing certain behaviors that we're not so proud of, behaviors that we know are not the best version of ourselves. But we can take core needs and we can look at them in relation to the concept of being an employee, a freelancer, or a business owner. So let me very quickly run you through what those core needs are. So the first four we call core needs of the personality. The first one is certainty. So that's us needing stability and safety and continuity in our lives. The second one is variety, and that's our need for change and excitement and a variety of things happening. The third is significance. So think of this really as your sense of self and independence and recognition for you as an individual. And then the fourth one is connection. So that's our connection to other people and our relationships within our lives. Then we've got two more and we call these core needs of the spirit. So one is for growth. So this is all about new experiences and learning and personal development and seeing ourselves progress. And the other one is contribution. So it's about us being able to give, serve, but all of that in a healthy, balanced fashion. It's quite interesting because if you haven't got those first four core needs actually met, it's quite hard to move on and have a look at those other two. But what you'll find is that you do have to satisfy all of these all the time, but you'll have a couple of these that are certainly stronger for you. And of course, some of these core needs lend themselves to some of the ways that you might choose to work and some less so. So for example, if certainty is an absolutely key core need for you, then possibly starting your own business is not going to be the best route. And equally, even freelancing. Somebody who has a really, really high core need of certainty will probably find themselves more comfortable as an employee with the certainty that that brings in a whole bunch of areas in your life, which allows you to then really be able to give and contribute and grow and do all of the things that you want to within the discipline or the thing that it is that you do. On the other end of the scale, where we have variety, variety often isn't met so much as an employee. Variety comes through beautifully for freelancing, better jump from different businesses, different clients, different projects. And equally, as a as a, an entrepreneur or working in your own business, you have the opportunity for variety as well. Certainly at the beginning, when you can feel like you're wearing many, many hats. When it comes on to significance, and this is where there's a lot of independence, autonomy, recognition for self, that again, this works quite well if you're kind of out there doing your own thing. So running your own business works very well if you've got a lot of a key need of significance. But once again, on the other end of that scale, if connection is super important for you, you've got to find a way to meet that. So you can certainly get that met if you're in a very supportive team of people that you work with every day. As a freelancer, you might get that met if you're going in for set periods of time and connecting with people. And certainly as a business owner, you can get it through your clients, but you might find that you're not getting it quite as frequently as you would if you were part of a team. And so that certainly is a solo entrepreneur, something to bear in mind. 
If growth is really big for you, then you're going to be needing a situation where you're getting lots of challenge, lots of change, lots of opportunity to learn new things. And that can in fact happen really across any of those disciplines, or should I say those ways of working, either employee, freelancer, business owner, just as long as it is in fact the right environment. And then if you think about contribution, an element of contribution is being able to see as well that you're having impact. And one of the reasons that a lot of employees are disengaged is because they can't make that connection to what it is that I'm doing every day and actually the output at the other end, or how does it impact the customer or the stakeholder or whoever it is that we're doing what we're doing for. So it's important to make sure that you're in an environment where you can make that connection and that you do feel like you're actively giving and contributing and doing good. Now it's worth mentioning that you can look to get any of these core needs met as an employee, a freelancer, or a business owner. And you can look to set your life up to make sure that they're met. And you can make sure that they get met outside of work if you can't get them met inside of work. But it is worth being really conscious of what they are. So for example, I shall tell you what mine are. My biggest drivers are variety and significance. So for me, running a business, even though I never thought about it before, actually works really well because what I get is so much variety and I have the autonomy to go off and create the things and do the things that I really want to drive. And when I look back to the parts of my career where I was most happy, the bits that I would hold on to are actually the parts that totally filled up my needs for variety and significance. But equally, I have to be quite conscious of delivering, for example, connection. So I get the connection through my clients. I also get connection through connecting um, and networking and being mentored by other people that I really enjoy and respect and and get a lot of value from. But I also make sure that I get connection by having always something in every day where I get to see somebody and work with someone else, especially on the days when I'm not with my clients. So there's certainly ways to, to do this and to work around this, but it's absolutely worth having a really good look at them. So just to recap one more time, we've got six core needs and we've got four core needs of the personality, certainty, variety, significance, and connection. And then we have two of the spirit, growth and contribution. We have to meet all of these needs every single day. And if you are doing certain things in your work life, and even in your broader life, where you think, oh, that's not the best version of me, or I'm not so proud of that behavior, or that's not such a good side of me, then it's worth looking at those because you are doing it because one of your core needs is not being met in a resourceful manner. So look at these in the case of your behaviors and then also have a think about which of those six resonate with you as the most important to you. And when you're going through that process of working out what you want to do next, make sure that your decisions are going to support those two key core needs to make sure that that transition is even better for you. 
So that's it for this week. I have a fantastic guest next week that I can't wait to share with you. And that is Cam Scott, who is the street artist who goes under the name of Not Not. I had a fantastic conversation with him last week, and I can't wait to share that with you next week. So make sure you tune in for that um, and certainly go look at some of his great work that sits around Bondi if you are in the area. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Well Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm a brainwave and reconnection coach. I work with people who are ready for something new by helping them rediscover what they really want to do and supporting them to redesign their work life to one they love. If you're considering a work evolution of your own, my gift to you is my free roadmap and workbook, Should I Leave My Career? This roadmap signposts the exact journey I took to leaving my career and will help you kick off yours. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you're keen to build your fuck off fund, pre-register to join my free masterclass coming shortly. The link is also in the show notes.